Five bells. Stand by all stations. Attention. All districts. A five-alarm fire. Five bells move in immediately. That's it. Let's roll. Let's go. Firefighters! Presenting Firefighters, the true-to-life story of our unsung heroes who stand ready to ride by day or night against our most murderous enemy, the Demon of Fire! just a minute, we'll visit Northside School, where Miss Grebel and Trudy Collins are hard at work on the plans for the firefighters' play when we drop in, along with Chief Cody and Tim Collins. Well, while you're getting ready, listen to this message. Let's go, firefighters. Let's go to Northside School to the office of Miss Grebel, the teacher in charge of play production. With Miss Grebel is Trudy Collins. And as you remember, they've agreed to get together after school to write a fire prevention play scheduled for performance only a few days away. Miss Grebel, only a few hours ago, met Trudy's brother, Tim Collins, for the first time. And now she asked Trudy... Do you think I was too, well, too harsh with your brother, dear? With Tim? Oh, my goodness, Miss Grebel, when he did what he did to us. Oh, from his point of view, I suppose he was right. Why, Tim practically locked us up right here in this office and wouldn't let us go until, well, we said we'd get together and, and write a good play for the firefighters' brigade. Well, maybe he was right. Maybe it was the only way to make us agree. And after all... After all, the way things were, well, the play was going to be an awful flop. Well, that would be a terrible thing for the brigade and the school and the fire department, too. But Tim had no right to make us behave ourselves, Miss Grebel. He's just too... too... Masterful? He thinks he's so right about everything. <laughs> oh, most men are that way, dear. Tell me, why does he have his hair cut so short? Is that a fire department regulation? Oh, no. He's just afraid it would curl if he let it grow. Mm. Just like my brother Jimmy's. My goodness, Jimmy would never get his hair cut, Mommy says, if, if he didn't know it would curl if he didn't cut it. Well, I was just wondering. I never met anybody quite like Tim. I mean, your brother. You, um... You sort of like him, don't you, Miss Grebel? In spite of how mean he was to both of us? Oh, I truly, I neither like him nor dislike him. I, I, I don't really even know him. My interest is purely, well, if we're going to write a play about firemen, we should know something about our subject, shouldn't we? Oh, I know all about Tim, but the play, I, I don't seem to know just where to begin. Oh, yes, the play. Well, Tim, uh, your brother says that we ought to put in just exactly the things Chief Cody wants to say about fire prevention. But how can we know what those things are unless Tim tells us? Oh, dear, interruptions. Come in. You stay right here, Trudy. We'll get to work in a minute. All right. Afternoon, Miss Gravel. Hiya, Trudy. Private Collins. Oh, my goodness, it's Tim again. And Chief Cody. Uh, Miss Gravel, I hope you don't mind if we Private interrupt... Collins, if you'd only be good enough to let us alone so we can write this play, you compelled us to promise we'd write for oh, the... Oh, good grief. Uh, I, I was hoping you'd forget to be mad at me, Miss Gravel, but... Well, anyway, you can't jump down my throat. I brought my bodyguard. Has this young rascal been annoying you, Miss Gravel? He's the most high-handed young man I ever... Oh, you're, you're Chief Cody, aren't you? Yes, I am. And I wanted to thank you personally for the interest you're taking in this fire prevention play, Miss Grebel. With the mayor and the Commerce Club and other important people in your audience, well, this play is going to be a great thing for my fire prevention campaign. 
I want you to know I'm, I'm very grateful to you. Chief Cody, you see, you've been so wonderful to our children here at Northside School, and, well, I've heard about you so much, and, well... And the only reason we're doing it, Chief Cody, is for you, not for Tim. He's getting so, so masterful, nobody can stand it, even if he is my own brother. And Miss Crabble says so, too. Oh, now, Trudy, it's not as bad as all that. Well, how about it, Colin? Uh, guilty, sir. This morning, when I talked with Miss Crabble and Trudy, they couldn't agree to get together to write this play for you until I shut the door here and wouldn't let him go to class until they... Well, until they both got so mad at me, they consented to work together for you. Of all the high-handed performances. I know, Miss Greville, so I came here to apologize. And besides, it's all Trudy's fault. My fault? Oh, my goodness. That's right, young lady. A girl is supposed to teach her brother how to behave. And if your brother doesn't know how to treat Miss Greville with respect, well, it must be his sister's fault. Oh, dear. Now I'm all mixed up. Trudy, they're teasing us. <laughs> <laughs> Chief Cody, you didn't come all the way out here to Northside School just to make fun of Trudy and me. <laughs> no, of course I didn't. But before anything else, uh, let's make a new start, huh? You and Collins here? Now, he's not as half as bad as he acts, you know. Private Collins, did you ask Chief Cody to... Uh, act uh, as peacemaker? Well... Yes, am I did. Well, how about it, Miss Greville? Can't we let bygones be bygones for the sake of the play? Well, then, I guess for the sake of the play. Good. Then Collins will act as your technical advisor the rest of this week. You can call on him any time, day or night. And Collins and the whole Bureau of Fire Prevention will be at your disposal. And now... You said I... there was something else you came for, Chief Cody. Yes, Judy. I want to outline exactly the points that should be explained in a play about fire prevention. Oh, wonderful. See, Miss Greville, isn't that just what we need? Just exactly. Wait until I get a pencil, Chief Cody. Oh, uh, here, take mine. Oh, thank you, Private Collins, but I have my own. My desk here is full of pencils. Uh, use mine, Miss Greville, just to show there's no hard feelings. Oh, well, in that case, as long as you're to be my technical advisor, thanks, I will. <laughs> Already, Chief Cody, I'll jot down the list as you dictate. As Chief Cody dictates his list of important points to be covered in the fire prevention play, Miss Greville writes them down. And a few nights later, she holds a conference with Tim Collins, her technical advisor, in her small apartment. Now, Tim, I mean, private college. Oh, why, do, why don't you make it, Tim? After all, we're in this thing together. We've been knocking ourselves out over this play for hours. Well, then you must call me Sonia, Tim. Sonia. Uh... It doesn't seem respectable calling a teacher by her first name. Well, if you can't get used to it... Oh, I... but then you're the first teacher I ever met who's younger than I am. Well, everybody must be younger than somebody. Of course, if you're so old and tottery that you can't oh, no, even... Oh, no, 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 Sonia, let's not start any more fights until we get the play finished. All right, then, Tim. Uh. We'll have a truce until the play is finished. Now, you see how I've blocked it out? Uh-huh, three acts... Life in a normal, average household. A perfectly ordinary family in a perfectly ordinary house. Mm, with waste paper and rubbish piling up in the cellar. Mm -hmm. Grease accumulating in the kitchen. Woodwork exposed where the heating pipes pass through. Lamp cords running under the rugs. Cords on the flat iron and toaster and things getting twisted and worn out. Mm -hmm. Have we missed anything, Tim? Mm -hmm. Now, how about cleaning rags? You know, oily rags, maybe cans of cleaning fluid left uncovered. Things that can start burning spontaneously. Oh, that's taken care of, Tim, at the end of Act Two. Oh. Where they start painting the attic and leave the uncovered cans of paint in the closet. I see, and the fire starts in Act Three. You know, it's Act Three I'm worried about, Tim. 
We can have a wonderful fire. Oh, oh, oh but... no, 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 no. Open flame on the stage, Sonia. No, you, you'll burn down the school. Oh, no, no. We'll use red lights for the blaze in the attic. Oh. And except for the blaze, it'll be dark when the firemen come in. Oh, who, the... who are your firemen, Sonia? I, I mean, some of those kids in the brigade know the ropes pretty well. Your brother Jimmy and Whitey Williams. Uh-huh. They'll be the, uh, the pipemen, the ones that bring in the hose. Yeah, oh, good enough. And oh, good grief. What's wrong? Well, that clock. Look at what that clock says. Half past 11. So soon? Oh, no wonder I feel drowsy. Oh, me too. Huh. Hmm. Oh, excuse me. Uh, Sonia, with dress rehearsal tomorrow, you better get to bed. Oh, crackers and milk first. Hmm? And let's talk about something else besides the play, just for a change. Aren't you hungry? Hmm. Hmm. Crackers and milk, then. And, and, uh, let's, let's talk about, uh... Uh, the old water tower. Did I tell you the department has a water tower for sale? Hasn't been used in a dozen years. Next morning at fire department headquarters, Tim Collins makes his report to Chief Cody. Well, dress rehearsal today, Chief Cody, and day after the... (sighs) Day after tomorrow, the final performance. Keeping late hours, Collins, huh? You ought to see Miss Grebel, Chief. Every night this week we've been working late, and yet... She keeps fresh as a daisy. Well, because her heart's in her work. Well, Collins, if you and she put this play across, if you show the mayor and the Commerce Club what we're driving at... Oh, we'll show them, Chief. Matter of fact, the way the play winds up, nobody could miss the point of your fire prevention campaign. You hadn't told me about the wind-up. Oh, we were saving it, Chief, but... Well, I've got to tell you now, because that's where you come into the act, in person. Well, uh, listen, here's how it goes. Well, now... That's something we haven't heard about any more than Chief Cody has. I mean, the surprise ending to the firefighter's play. Only a moment more and we'd have heard Tim Collins explain the chief's part in the performance. But now we'll just have to wait. But it's worth waiting for. And you'll hear all about it, as well as the actual play itself, as staged by the Firefighter's Brigade, when you listen to our next true-to-life episode of The Firefighters. In just a moment, Chief Bob Cody will tell you, boys and girls, how you can help the firefighters in your own town. But first, here's a message you ought to hear. And now, Chief Bob Cody with a special notice for the Firefighters Brigade. Chief Cody. Hello, boys and girls. This is Chief Cody with another little sketch of the duties of professional firefighters. This time, the engine man the member of an engine company whose job it is to attack fire with extinguisher or hose. No matter what the risk, his job is to get ahead of the fire, drive it back to its point of origin, and smother or drown it out. Now, this may mean climbing high ladders or even going below the surface into smoke-filled cellars. But that's the job. And that's all for now. You'll be hearing from me soon. Fire Chief Cody and the young rookie fireman Tim Collins will be back on the same station the next time you hear... That's it. Let's go! Fighters is a copyrighted feature of William F. Holland Productions.